Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Find yourself in the Beachview area of Pittsburgh? Check out the official pizza of this show, Slice on Broadway, sharing an abnormal obsession with pizza we can relate to. Check them out at SliceOnBroadway.com and tell them this show sent you. Hey guys, it's time to get techie, get geeky. It's Mike Sorg. It's the awesome cast coming at you from Pittsburgh, PA, in the Mayhem Studios. Uh, ready to talk tech, talk geeky stuff, get into this thing i'm an avid podcaster here in pittsburgh i never tell people who i am nobody knows who i am katie and we're ne- <laughs> it's getting to know you time at the beginning of the show right okay. yes get to know sorg there's katie at k dutters on the twitter pizza hi she's eating pizza right. she does social media things mm-hmm. for some scary things around town mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably hear about here in the coming weeks oh, yeah. uh follow her on periscope there's beaches and zombies not at the same time that yet that i've noticed yeah, there should be more zombies as the season goes on here. Yeah, cer- certainly. It's been fun so far. Uh, the zombies in the elevator were, were pretty fun a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Uh, also joining us from Studio B is John Chichella. He is the gadget extraordinaire. That's how I introduce you, you know. When, I, when I'm talking about, like, hey, we got this guy on the show. And I'm really glad we have him because he's the one that always has the new gadget because it's kind of what he does for a job. Thank you very much. It's, it's, it's nice to be known like that. I, <laughs> I don't get that all the time at work. No. I get the guy with the big heavy bag with all the stuff in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so, so I, you- my bag actually weighs probably about 30 pounds, and I actually have a fear of not being prepared. Um, so I'll actually carry it with me to a lot of, of different meetings and a lot of different places around I'm kind work. of in a similar – because now I have a place to go for work on a regular basis uh, that we'll mm-hmm. get into in a moment. So I brought I brought my, both of my main laptops, a Mac and a Windows 10 device, just so I could throw the Windows device up and put like TweetDeck up so I can just mm-hmm. – I have a setup. I have room. I can do this. I feel weird doing it at the coffee shop you know, because I feel like he's overextending his bounds of the coffee shop rules or, somehow. Uh, but now that I have my own desk in a co-working space. I'm like, I'm spreading out on this thing. This, this, I am taking over this thing. If I can put three mobile screens in front of me and I almost did today, I had duet display doing a dual screen thing was the spreadsheet and stuff I was working with. I was owning that stuff. Um, and, and it's probably going to get heavier as I realize things that I need. So maybe next week we'll do a, um, my favorite thing of the week or the awesome thing of the week. I got, I actually have the Osprey bag. Um, so I'll cover that next week and we'll do a tear down. Okay. And we'll take everything out of my bag. Oh no. Whoa. Oh, this might be, a, we might have to do this as a special <laughs> thing. Uh, but we'll talk about that off air. Uh, but of course this is the awesome cast where, uh, let's say we talk about tech news, awesome things of the week, stuff that we are digging. This is a positive, ne- ne- this is a positive tech news. It is not complaining about windows. 
although that happens sometimes, we try to at least stick that at the end, right? And actually, we've been really positive about it, to be honest. Do if they re- start doing it, let me know. I'll smack them around. That's right. Exactly. Um, but uh, but you can check us out at awesomecast.net. We're here live at live.awesomecast.net every Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and, and you can join us in the live chat room, just like our friends uh, that are this week, including Wheels joining us every week here and a couple other Krauses in there as well. Um, he popped in and I, I was wondering if I booked them and forgot about it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, so, um, and then I just remembered somebody that I said was going to be on the show that I forgot to get on the air. That's interesting. Uh, but <laughs> I used to play video games somewhere anyways. Uh, but anyways, um, and you can go follow us on social media, uh, AwesomeCast on the uh, Facebooks, Twitters, uh, Google Plus if you're doing stuff over there. Uh, but you can find me actually in the podcaster group therapy uh, group over there. That is where I'm actually doing some stuff on Google Plus if you want to get some conversation in there. Um, and you can also what, oh, subscribe to us as well on all your podcasty and video places. And all those are linked over at AwesomeCast.net. Check out the Awesome Chat. We had a great uh, talk last week, of course. Frank Mergy of uh, Podcast, damn it, P- Pittsburgh Podcast Network, soon to be Pittsburgh on demand, uh, joined us here on this show. But we also had a good conversation with him just about podcasting in general. And please go check that out on the awesome chat last week on awesomecast.net. Check out all the past ones as well. We got some great interviews from the guy from Clamor, the guys from Be Somebody, um, the guys locally with Up to Pittsburgh, or I'm sorry, Up to period uh it's always something um a lot of great stuff we've had over there a lot of great long talks and uh and, and i hope you guys are enjoying that and let us know anybody we should talk to on there as well it's not weekly we haven't really built it up to that yet but we try to get somebody in there anytime we can so let's get oh first let's thanks uh, one way if you're digging the stuff that we're talking about if you're digging the interviews you're digging any of the tech news tips anything that's going on here uh please go over to patreon.com slash awesome cast uh please consider supporting us on the show we've had a, a supporter here for a uh, uh, about two months somebody up there at thistle c business development in cranberry i feel like i screw this up this should be like a sponsor they are paying money for this uh so i want to make sure i'm doing them justice but they're up there in cranberry their business coaching strategy development training and business services company <gasps> because your business should lead to abundance oh i like that i like that i like that bit right there thistlec.com if you want to check them out they've been supporting this show so we're going to support them back and let you know about them here at top of the show uh so uh and and you'll get some extra content uh state of the awesome cast we're gonna try to we're still kind of figuring out what that extra bit is going to be that we can do for you uh if there's anything exclusive you think would is there something that we could do that would make you pop buck in every episode of the awesome cast additionally to what we're doing here let us know maybe we'll have an additional tip of the week or something or maybe like maybe we'll just have chilla pull some random old tech out of his bag or like i'm sure there's something within reaching distance there you're like (laughs) look at this thing um I actually have. No, no, it's for gold. It's for uh, gold. It's for gold. An HP touchpad. <laughs> running WebOS, now found on LG TVs. Nah. There you go. We'll, we'll, there you save go. That. we'll save that for another episode. Yes, for Awesome Cast Gold, or whatever we end up calling it for this one. <laughs> we, we, do, awesome we, cast. we do have to develop something out for that for you guys. Maybe well. more like titanium or something. What's that? Titanium or something. Awesome Cast Titanium. titanium. That we sounds need to be more serious. I'm still eating pizza. <laughs> she is. So we're not going to ask her her awesome thing of the week first. Nope. Chilla, what is your awesome thing of the week? So when this was just announced today, and this has been, I, I, I'm probably like the one of the only people that cares about being able to cache things locally on my device, mm-hmm. like podcasts and video and whatnot, because I on my commute I do lose connection. 
and at work. <clears throat> tunnels and bridges, man. The, tunnels and bridges. I don't have the Wi-Fi freedoms that everyone else has. Mm-hmm. So today, Amazon announced, if you for Prime people and people with Prime Instant Video, and sorry, there's a there's a fly in here. Um, you can actually download videos for offline viewing within the Amazon app. So this to me is going to be huge. I can't wait to just start taking different TV shows, different movies, whatever. And when I don't have an internet connection available, I can, can quickly run through a bunch of video. It's also going to be very, very nice for in the car with Christopher because when we were driving on vacation and we needed something to keep him entertained, I actually had to turn on tethering and let him stream video across my, my data plan. Oh, wow. So to me, this is, this is going to be one of those huge things. I can load up a device with a bunch of content, take it anywhere, watch it and remove it as needed. So uh, this actually good. And it's actually really fortunate. First is unprecedented. I think. Mm -hmm. It's one thing mm-hmm. when you buy something and like, okay, you have access to download. That's cool, right? But um, but the idea that that like you know, could you, could you imagine if Netflix allowed you to do, download um off off on device viewing? So this was a big get for them to get that in there. I think to let the studios oh. let them do it. I don't know if it's because they're Amazon and they got the pull for it or what the case may be. Um, so that's interesting too. Also, very fortunate because it was also announced this week that Epix is going to leave. Uh, is going to leave Netflix. So if you notice, mm-hmm. like Hunger Games, like I know Ninja Turtles is across both of, both of them. Um, at the end of September, I think all those are going to go off. Whatever Epix carries, if you go look up Epix E P I X, it's a, it's it's actually a cable pay channel, but you can get it online as well. And they do content deals. Um, they're leaving Netflix. Netflix is that's fine. We got original content, whatever. Um, but if you got Prime, you're going to be okay. And actually, if you got Hulu, because Hulu's going to pick it up too. So now you're going to see movies on Hulu and Prime that are like the same movies. Like they're going to be the higher end movies typically. Like like again, Ninja Turtles, Hunger Games, stuff like that. Um, so so fortunate. Now you can do that. You can still do that, and this is going to be the place for you to go to uh, uh, to get your uh, your kids Ninja Turtles fix, right, Chilla? <laughs> yes. I, I'm looking for a lot more of the PBS stuff, which I think HBO is buying, oh, yeah. uh, Sesame Street, and some other stuff. Right. Right. But um. No, I, I, you, I think one of the things you, you used to only be able to do this if you bought a Kindle Fire type device, mm-hmm. and then bringing this forward to me is a, is a major major leap for media in general. Um, I'm interested to see how the other content providers answer back to this, and are we going to see are we going to see a domino effect? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> Katie, Katie's playing with toys over there on Periscope. <laughs> I put it up on my iPad just because I'm just wondering what's going on over there. But, uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, Katie, do you have an awesome thing of the week that isn't Periscope or pizza? Well, I guess i got to talk, guys. I'll oh. talk you later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just flip it around. Just flip no, it around. Right. Just go with it. Just oh, go sure. with it. They can hear most of the stuff. Oh, hey, guys. Um, my awesome thing of the week was um, if you're using Instagram you, uh, in the direct messaging features in your uh, inbox, you can now send photos and videos similar to Snapchat. So mm-hmm. it's Insta, um, Insta, I don't know, pictures and stuff. Snapstagram. That's what the article I noticed it. you sent us a video earlier today. I know. I sent a video of, um, of cat dog or cat people relations. <laughs> that sounds awful. That's not what I meant. That's no, no. The other way. Into our podcast. No, the other way. <laughs> 
But now Instagram allows you to send uh, short snippet videos or pictures um, in your content or your little conversations. You can also send uh, posts um, that maybe you saw that you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe somebody said this and send it to someone in particular. Or maybe, oh, I thought you'd be interested in this, but I didn't want to call you out in front of everybody and tell them that you'd be um, interested in this. So kind of that send as direct message feature that you often see on um, that you often see on um, 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 Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, yeah, Twitter that currently has. So Instagram's kind of taking off from that. And mm-hmm. I think um, Instagram is being very reactive in that they're kind of seeing what people like and they're integrating it into their app, which is pretty cool to see because it's you know you are seeing elements of other um, apps and platforms in theirs and I, like they've got the Snapchat with the quick video. Um, the thing is, is it doesn't go away. That's the only thing you got to remember. Mm-hmm. Not that anything ever really goes away, but that one does not go away. I always get worried about this because, you know, Instagram, Twitter was always, you know, people got on it because they were simple, right? Mm-hmm. And they look like, it does this one thing and I like doing this one thing this way, right? Mm-hmm. And now, like, I feel like there's a race towards the middle because now Twitter looks a lot like the Facebook news feed and, and we're doing a lot of things and, and we're, we're getting rid of uh, character caps and, and, and Instagram starts with photos, but now we do all this other stuff too. Like mm-hmm. it's it just this race towards the middle. And we're getting rid like. of the um, four by three uh, squares. Yep. I got to use that earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and I'm wondering, I'm wondering if Facebook realizes, I'm sure there's different demographics that use the different applications. Mm-hmm. So if they, if they, there's, there's probably, not as many people that use Instagram that use Facebook, and there's a different subset of people that use Instagram that don't use Facebook, vice versa, and all, and, and and even messenger, even down to Messenger. I'm sure there's people that, that don't use Messenger that use Facebook that that use Instagram. You know, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. I'm wondering if they're trying to appeal to expand the reach of certain applications by adding capabilities that are inherent in their other platforms and we're just the exception to the social media role that not everybody is on every network it's it's nice well one of the the advantages of instagram having the messaging where you can send photos and videos is now you're connecting to people that you don't have phone numbers for right so you're now you're you you have an additional way to connect instead of having to go oh you know what i'm friends with somebody on twitter but i can't contact them because they don't i don't even it's the same thing where they have to follow you and follow, you follow them back. But um, you have all these additional platforms to connect with people. And now you're, you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to have to go down to, I won't have to do every single platform. I can reach everybody on one, which would be nice, but you know, not, that's not ever going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> and pizza. And pizza. Are you still on? No, you're off the, you're off the periscope. No, I got off the periscope. Oh. It was getting a little weird. <laughs> Too many, too many streams, too many streams. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, my awesome thing of the week, uh, guys, I made a move this week and uh, I've been kind of alluding to it and, 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 and I felt Chilla in on all the stuff going on because I forgot to include him in that meeting last week. Uh, sorry, Chilla. Uh, but okay. uh, Sorgatron Media is uh, moving in. Or I've, I've spent two days there at least uh, up at the hardware store. And, and some of you guys, longtime listeners uh, may remember when we had Josh Lucas on, uh, I think, was the hardware store just starting at the point at that point, perhaps? And if you want kind of more information and kind of like his take, because he definitely um, dog wants pizza. I just popped up as a thing from Katie. <laughs> uh, is that your old one? Are you live again? I'm What's live happening? Again. Of course you are. Uh, but anyways, uh, no. But it's it's a it's a a, 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 a co working space. 
a little bit of an incubator. Um, they have a lot of studio in there, um, a lot of some green screen, some some equipment and everything. So um, uh, I just needed to grow out of this, you know. Uh, so uh, we're we're looking at some things that we can do and what parts of this, maybe part of this will move in there. I don't know. We're, we're kind of working out and figuring out the logistics there. Uh, it's not going to change tomorrow, but it's kind of we're going into the position there. Uh, so, um, But no, it's a really cool. So I, have, I have actually haven't been in there because I've been following the hardware store for a long time. Um, you know, online, going to some of their events and everything, seeing the stuff like the great stuff the guys from Epicast have been doing. They just did a podcast day a couple of weeks ago uh, where they just did an entire day of podcasts and they invited a bunch of people in, uh, which was re- really cool. Um, they got they got they got a nice couch area, you know, um, not next to not, not next to a laundry like we have down here. Uh, so it's, it's, it's kind of nice. It's up in Allentown. It's kind of a growing regrowing neighborhood and everything um but it's really um I, I, it's really nice and, and 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 i'm able to focus a little bit more and there's a lot of toys around too um so i definitely check it out if you're looking for a place for and even if it's like off hours or something because you get like 24-hour access uh, to this place if you sign up for it and uh become a part of it um if, if you need to grow a little something if you need a little bit of that office space you need conference room you need a little bit you know uh, some studio space or something um it's worth it i think i recommend it to anybody especially anybody on the uh, south side of pittsburgh south hills of pittsburgh that doesn't want to cross a river or go through a tunnel um i think it's a really good spot until until we get something else in the south, south hills i mean it's really the only spot that i'm aware of um, in the South Hills and without going out to East Liberty where all those things keep popping up like weeds out there. Right. Um, so I know we've looked at a few of those, uh, uh, in the past as well. So I just, I can't, I can't go to East Liberty every day, man. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I'm like, I, I can't, I can't do the commute thing. That's why, that's why I don't have a day job, you know? So, <laughs> but, uh, but no, it's a lot of fun. Check them out. Work And there's always a lot of events going on there. Uh, that you can participate in. Um, if you're in the tech and, and kind of startup-y uh, kind of sector or interested in it, um, look out for that. And look out for, yeah, we're hopefully we'll have another kind of you know, a pod camp event or something coming up in the near future as well. Because uh, we did that a while ago with Crystal O'Connor of uh, Lipson. Had a great discussion with that. You can check that out on, on podcamppittsburgh.com, the YouTube channel for Podcamp Pittsburgh. Um, let's check that out. Um, so that's what I got. Chilla, we're gonna have to get you up there and tour the place. You, you, I mean, yeah, you're no. the gadget guy. You're, you're gonna love this place. I'm, I'm excited to see what they have in there. I've seen a lot of like the, some of the behind the scenes stuff, mm-hmm. and I've seen some some of the different podcasts and whatnot that that come out of there, mm-hmm. and it it looks extremely interesting. So I would definitely like a tour. So so yeah, I, I'm looking at the podcast setup, and I'm like, yeah, I need somebody to step me through this because I don't know what you guys set up. <laughs> Because there's a lot of stuff down there, and I'm like, I don't want to mess anything up. Just show me how you guys set it up. Let's get so I can get started with this at least. Um, so they're definitely a bit higher end than I'm used to. I mean, I, I, I was kind of talking beforehand, like it's kind of like I have one board here, and that's my audio, and that's about it for my audio, and then everything else is video. They're kind of the opposite, where it's like this is this wall is the audio, you know. Um, so it, it's really cool. So it's it, like I said, kind of kind of just saw a, a periscope pop-up of, of wheels is watching a podcast so you can watch wheels watching the podcast right now mm-hmm. it's the most meta podcast going on but no go check it out it's uh, awesome people in there um workhardpgh.com and they'll definitely be up in conversation a bit as we go so i understand somebody likes pizza over there <laughs> instant, pizza. instant pizza instant pizza 
<laughs> it's your desk. It's your pizza desk. Know, pizza desk. There you go. Slice on Broadway's yeah. been providing us with some uh, perfect pepperoni pizza to support Pittsburgh podcasting for well over a year here in the South Hills of Pittsburgh. You can check them out. SliceonBroadway.com. That's chilla. That's not the right thing. My numbers are screwed up tonight. I'm sorry about that. I got two threes. And you're right. the th- There's the slice. You're the three that comes up, apparently. You're the important three. I forgot to change this number. Uh, when we were setting up, but anyways, go check them out. Um, great stuff, awesome and greens. Rico pictured there on the website, right on the on the, on the front page. There, he's super awesome. They're on the tracks up here in Beachview. Uh, this this neighborhood's coming up. If you want to start an incubator, incubator, an incubator, or a startup, there's a bunch of stuff up here in Beachview. By the way, I was I was actually looking at something for 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 a colleague that was looking for open up some office space. Um, and uh, they're also down in Carnegie, PA, uh, right on your way to the airport someday you'll be able to get off at an exit for it uh but if you can get through all that or if you're stuck in carnegie because you can't get anywhere because of construction at least you got some slice on broadway to eat so if you're ever in the south hills you can check it out support them. if you're not tell me you wish you were in the, you're around so you can check the stuff out that we've been ranting about every week uh pgh underscore slice on the twitter or look for uh, slice on broadway on the facebook and on the uh instagram speaking of instagrams uh, so go check them out, and thanks a lot for supporting the show. So let's get into a little bit uh, the app of the week. I I got one. I don't want to step on your toes here, Katie. But uh, what? I'll shove the pizza if, in my mouth. Go right ahead. <laughs> no, no, you're all right. Okay. Um, so I I don't know if we mentioned this briefly here on this show. I've talked about it over on Basic Sorgonomics. I actually did a little bit of an introductory write up on it over on the 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 newsletter at sorgatron.com uh so please go check that out for some further information thoughts on this but this is a uh, blab and here's a little bit and I'll, I'll pull up let's see we'll pull up a little bit it's on it's on ios if you're on firefox or google chrome i believe it uses WebRTC, so you don't need a plugin you don't even need like you know google hangout you even need to put in a plugin uh, on most browsers, right? Um, not necessary here. Uh, I think they do have a plugin now because before it just didn't work a couple weeks ago, and now it seems like you can get a plugin on Safari. I don't know if it supports Internet Explorer just yet, so it's still technically a beta, so that's okay. Um, but if you get into it, so this is basically like it's basically like Periscope if you put four Periscopes together. And the nice part of this, and you know, you guys know, like Google Hangout, I've loved because it's kind of an easy podcast, video podcast in a box solution to me. You go in, you record something, and it goes to YouTube, right? You have stuff for graphics, you have stuff going on right there. And here's actually, if you go on the record in this in this program or in this uh, on the site, it will actually email you a video version and an audio version of that show you just did of that chat you just did uh to the point where you get so i don't click on chill again you get a nice video file that popped <laughs> up to youtube and this is just us messing around thursday night after we did a, the meeting i didn't invite chilla to um but uh and there's there's actually doug Durda uh joining us a little bit so you see here you get kind of this uh, uh four up format right and which is it's kind of awkward if you're doing a video show but if you're doing a podcast it's kind of really nice if you use that audio file now, the cool part on top of this is, and, and there's also an iOS version as well, so you can pull it up on there, kind of like you could Periscope. Um, you'll log in, and let me see if it will work on this order, a little more outdated computer, so I can actually show you a little bit of the functionality here. You log in with your Twitter like you do with a Periscope, so you, I don't think you can log in not with Twitter at this point. 
Um, and then you have a nice chat on the right. You have, um, I'll just pop into, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you can't be Sue, Sue B. Zimmerman is the first one I clicked on. So let's see what this is about. Uh, so hopefully this loads here. And, and my screen's a little small, so you're not going to see. I'm sorry, Chilla. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chilla. <laughs> so this is going to load up here. And you see we got the tweets about this show here on the left. And uh, the videos are actually loading up. Hopefully they load up here so I can show them off a little bit. And you see we got these little kind of weird hands on here. So you actually will give a little bit of uh, applause. So hello, ladies, for uh, guesting on Awesome Cast. Thank you very much. Um, let's see. I, I don't have my Twitter on here, so now I'll keep lurking. Um, and again, mm-hmm. you know, much like, oh, I can't, I can't click on them. But you can kind of see other people are clicking on uh, the videos here and, you know, and their faces pop up. So you can see who's giving you, you know, quote unquote, heart, hearts or, like in Periscope or on here. It's actually called props. And uh, again, you have everybody across the top like you're familiar with um, on, on Meerkat. Uh, if I had a larger resolution screen, you'd actually see on the right a, a chat room, again, linked to your accounts via Twitter. So you can follow through and follow right through on Twitter and follow them on Blab and on Twitter, respectively. Kind of like Periscope, you follow them on Periscope, you follow them on Twitter in kind of different instances. Um, Katie, we've been talking about kind of the idea of maybe making an interactive show of some sort on here. Mm-hmm. This has been really popular for people that are marketers and such um, to tell to help people show they're really smart. I guess. Well, um, just, I'm watching these ladies on here, and I'm sorry, mm-hmm. ladies, I don't know who you are, mm-hmm. but it, it's it's interesting to see what they're doing to try to improve their appearances. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just very interesting. To watch. It's like very trying pink. to make real life filters is fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's very pink, and and then they're dressed up. Actually, they're, 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 there's not a lot of rule breaking going on here. They're, they're very very good um, for this. But but I mean, mm-hmm. this really is kind of it's that hangout thing. But it's easier to implement with hangout. I've been trying to get like people that are not involved with computers, like that maybe don't even have a Google account yet, and say, okay, you need to do this. Okay, you need to install this plugin. And that has been a big hurdle for us sometimes. You know, just saying, you know, no, you got to do this, this, and this in order to get here. Right on top of are, do they have a giant light behind them and, and all this other mm-hmm. stuff? Are, or do they have headphones, which are, is very important so you don't have feedback, especially in a situation like this. And also, very few times have I seen video and audio quality that's been bad on here. Um, every, I don't know if it's just the people on here are early adopters, so they automatically have good stuff. Like the, these ladies look like they got decent enough webcams and everything, um, but uh, but but it's been up there as far as quality. It's been up there as far as interaction. Um, you know, it kind of has that Periscope effect. Plus, it, you know, I've been trying to. I don't, I don't know if you noticed, Katie. I've been using Periscope a little more the last couple of days in like more just hi, it's me, and I'm going to talk to you kind of stuff, mm-hmm. um, which has actually been really. Like, I've been getting a lot of great interaction in there, but I feel like I'm not really saying anything, and I need to kind of direct that a little bit more. But now you're not alone, right? Mm-hmm. Which is kind of nice for those introverts like me. They're just like, I can't just talk out to people, you know, um, like that and not really have a point to say anything. Um, but if you get in here, well, hey, let's get in here and talk about this topic. You know, I'd like to get in. I'd like to get in and talk about wrestling on Monday nights, but I'm just too damn tired by the time we get to Monday Night Raw. But, um, but, but, but I love that, like, I think it would be fun to get, like, wrestlers, wrestling fans in here. And, 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 like, have an open forum, you know, that they can pop in and, and have a little more control over it rather than um, the weird stuff we used to get when we had open Google Hangouts a few years ago mm-hmm. and decided that was a really, 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 really <laughs> bad idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think being tied to a Twitter account, I think that's going to help you with your control a little bit at least. So And you can not let people in. You can lock them and block them or you can just leave an open seat and see who comes in and you can approve them to come in before you do. So, uh, so again, there's a little bit of control there. The west side of Oahu, the island of Oahu. 
Chilla, is that you? That was me, sorry. <laughs> but um, I, I don't know, Katie, I, I don't know if you've looked too much into this, but what, what do you think about this, this service in general so far? Oh, I think I like it. I, I play with it. I, well, I've lurked a little bit. I haven't actually gotten into a conversation myself, mm-hmm. which I probably should at least try that much. But um, no, I like it, and I, I like the platform, and I like being able to watch people talk and interact and um, kind of participate. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's like it's like watching a podcast, essentially, live, and then having some input into that podcast, which I think is great because I, I really I enjoy things that have the more interaction, especially now. with uh, I, I just that social media is able to do that for us and the instant video and things, and now you get instant feedback from what you, whatever you're talking about. Mm-hmm. This is uh, – go ahead. I, I, I'm interested in – can you set it up kind of how you do with Wirecast where you kind of output into this or is it just your webcam? No, it's. I think it's mostly set up just your webcam. I, I'm sure there's some way to use like a Camtasia or something to, to, to pump into this. I don't see – again, like like Periscope. I, I don't know what's going on here, by the way. I, I'm just going to throw this up in the background because <laughs> it's just – this is a you suck at blab. You suck at blab. Um, and this guy's just like holding a laptop in very awkward ways as he's going here. But I'll just leave that up for, for visuals. Because it would be interesting if you could do it where you streamed this out, not just to YouTube, but you streamed it out to this. And then you could have all of the people in the chat. Right, right. They could be in the, talking on their own as well. They could be in the blab. So wait, wait. So we're like broadcasting to one of the blab corners and then everybody yes. else pops in. So they can have like a talking dead kind of episode over our episode. You're getting <laughs> exactly. too meta. I think you're getting too meta on me because now you have this like a layer on layer on layer. Although that could be interesting. That would be a fun experiment. I, I think it would be interesting to go back and see what other people were getting hooked on. And mm-hmm. you, it could get to the point, right, where we're we're, we're on to the next topic, and they're still all roundtabling another topic, like right. a, a prior topic that we were on. So I don't know. I could definitely see this this coming in to be a fun tool, depending on how far you can go with it. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I've noticed, and maybe it's just I need to sleep from time to time, between Periscope, this Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, like. There's no way to find enough time in every day to hit every social network to see what's going on. So no, I'm I'm to the point where I need to start pairing back, and I, I'm it's gonna be it's gonna take a lot for me to onboard to new upstarts to the to the point where we're making I think back a pod camp. I'll I'll get on there. I'll get my name registered. Yeah, but. I, I don't know if I, it's just, it's trying to keep up with everything is getting to be a bit much. And I'm interested to see how the rest of the world handles all these little things. Are they just going to die on the vine or right, right. what's going to actually stick? Well, this, this is evoked in a lot of the conversations that I've heard. Is, you know, this is evoked like, oh, stick cam and, and all these other things. Tiki chat I brought up with Doug the other day, right? <laughs> uh, you know, those kinds of things. They've come and I've gone, so something needs to hit. And this could, and maybe this can ride the Periscope Meerkat. It's like Periscope and Meerkat. It's like, okay, and then. Because... Mm-hmm. Again, like we talk about Snapchat and Instagram and Twitter starting with that one thing that they do. And then Periscope, Periscope and Meerkat started with that one thing that you can do, right? And now they've started to add on features a little by little and they're going to become something bigger, right? Uh, and now you have Blab that's – it starts with about five things you can do, right? Um, in a different way. But it, it's added a new it's, – it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of a greatest hits of Google Hangout, Periscope, and Meerkat, isn't it? And that's, 
that's what's most interesting because I think somebody looked at like Periscope and Miracle. Those are great because I love the way it does this and the live streaming and the way this functions over here. But I really love something that records kind of like Google Hangout does, but kind of have like multiple people. But nine people is way too much. You can't really have a good conversation there. So let's limit the four. And then we bring in the Twitter thing, just like Periscope and Meerkat did at, at first when it released. And then and then you just get like and then you get blab. By the way, hate the freaking name. I got to get over that because um, I was listening to a blab. See, that sentence, hate that already. Um, I'm listening to that, and they're, they're talking about going and doing blabs, which is like, I, I, there's so many of these that are blabs about blabs, about doing better blabs, and, which is a thing you're going to do, because you have like people on Periscope saying, this is what I use Periscope for, and da, 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 which, it, it just kind of gets circular at that point. Um, but I kept, saying, I kept thinking they were talking about labs, and I'm like, what is labs? What, what's going on here? And it just completely... I don't know if it's just me, but uh, just not being 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 in that world yet. But uh, but again, I and, and Katie, yeah, I looked for a bit as well before I finally like, hey. Also, getting people comfortable, you know, they're like, hey, you guys, let's try this together and see what happens, mm-hmm. right? Before jumping in, you know, feed first and just let's see what happens, right? Because like, I'm always afraid of the nobody will show up. Like, like sometimes with the periscopes, like I got a great thing I can periscope right now, or I'm going to periscope this podcast and nobody shows up. And then you're like, now what do I do? If no one shows up, did it even happen? (laughs) If nobody shows up to your periscope, did you, did you really do that thing to that tree? Uh, You know, um, but anyways, uh, but keep a lookout for it. It's uh, blab.im. If you want to check it out, um, I, you will probably see tweet, follow me. I will probably be doing something on here because it's intrigued me. It's not going to replace the way we use Google Hangouts, especially for like the on-air shows that we do. Um, but it really, I think there's some possibilities. So we'll see what we can do with that. Okay, there is some fan interactions. And I have to apologize because I completely skipped over one of these last week. First of all, if you don't follow Matt Weller on Facebook, he's got a wonderful thing. Um, if you're a startup and a programmer um, and and you want to make a quick buck, but you well, quick as far as programming gig would do, um, th- he's got this idea for a service because apparently when you have kids and Chilla, maybe you'll get into this soon, when it's like time for the school year, like this time of year, and you have to fill mm-hmm. up the same information over and over and over and over <laughs> and over and over and over again. Um, and if there was a nice place to sit, you can just check the boxes and here you go. Um, and kind of pull that together. Um, um, DM me. I'll connect you with him for further ideas in the video they put on because I don't know if it's private. I actually tagged. He's like, if anybody knows any startup buddies, and he tagged me in the post. So I completely tagged <laughs> everybody I know that works with crowdfunding <laughs> or, uh, or not crowdfunding with incubators in the in the city. So who knows? Maybe somebody will do it. I, I don't know. I, I hope they appreciate that I tagged them in the thing. But um, So there's that. But he also has, uh, and I thought this would be interesting to break down. Uh, uh, he, he hit us on Twitter and well, actually asked me, so a possible interest to our audience, a chance to win a cord, cutter, cord cutter's prize bundle from CNET. And I thought it would be interesting to look at this real quick. I haven't even looked at it. But I thought I'd just kind of peek and say, what does CNET think that we need as a cord cutter? Um, so, uh, let's see, when does this thing expire? They, they want to give you an RCA cord cutter scissor kit, uh, RCA HD TV and HD TV antenna, Roku three and a hundred dollars in Netflix gift card. That's a good start. See, I think it's a cord cutter and I actually, I just pulled this off of one of my devices and I'm throwing it in my bag so I can have it when I'm out and about, but I actually have the ITV one, which is a USB 
um, tuner. So Jeez. anything, any laptop that you have that 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 you want to watch over the air TV on, mm-hmm. you plug this in. You plug an antenna or even a paper clip in, and boom, you got TV on your laptop. And there's there's been a few of those for for a while. There's one floating around here. My brother's left here a long time ago. The the Hapog Wind TV that doesn't work yeah. on anything. Uh, anymore yeah. because you need like a code off of the CD that came with it to run the software. Good luck, you know. Yeah, uh, and it just come kind of br- now. It's just a dumb stick that does nothing. Thanks, thank you, <laughs> thank you so much. But I was actually thinking like I kind of want one of those. I've had people like say like, hey, can you can you record something off TV? Like us, uh, so, you know, our company is going to be represented on the news tonight. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> Sorry, you know. But the, so, so, and that that device, the software that comes with it, actually has DVR capability. So you can tell it record the CW at eight o'clock on Wednesdays or nine o'clock on Wednesdays to pick up Arrow. Right. I, and I would kind of love to do that. Like, just have a computer with something like that plugged in and let it DVR things, and then throw it into. Uh, I use. I think it's called Video Stream. Like, it's a Chromecast thing um, that that tosses any file to my to my Chromecast that's sitting mm-hmm. on any computer basically on my network uh and be able to just kind of dvr that stuff and not really need hulu at that point like that would kill the eight dollars a month for hulu for me except for the couple of things that are on cable that it actually carries but that's so far and few between and even less so now that uh john stewart's not around um you know i can watch at midnight in a browser that's fine i can live with that so um so it's kind of you know i'm I'm shaving the, the the shaved cord you know, at this point. So, I don't know. Um, just kind of a quick thing. I thought it would be interesting to kind of bring that up. Uh, also, from... Uh, this is one I thought would interest you. It's the Juice Box. Um, and this is one that uh, WPAJ Juggalo John on the Twitters, John Harris. Uh, he's This is uh, called the... I think it's called the Juice Box. He says, so I go uh, to visit music festivals a lot. Uh, not him, the guy that, that posted this. Last year, I carried an inverter with a large battery and used it to listen to music, charge phones, and power some camp lights. It worked well enough, but I wanted a more permanent solution. And we uh, go in here. I can take a quick look at this as this loads up. But, uh, yeah, he calls it the Juice Box, and, he, and, and I love the art on this thing. There you go. It actually has a juice box written, uh, illustrated on there. And it's just like a massive, you know, inverter battery pack that he can wheel around these music festivals. And there's a little bit of how-to of how he did that. So I thought if anybody, if anything chill, I thought you'd get a, a kick out of this thing. That's really interesting. It's interesting. Now, it just would be really heavy. Yes, yes. Yeah, I don't think it's... There's a car battery in this thing. <laughs> yeah, there's a car battery in there. <laughs> so, but uh, but that that was something we shared. We, we tweeted out here last week, so you guys can go check that out. Um, but yeah, thank you for sharing. Oh, also... Oh, we mentioned earlier, and uh, Doug actually shared this this week. Uh, have you guys played a little bit with the, the fact that Instagram can do any size pictures now? Is it video too? Can, can or do I, do my videos have to be square? Did they change that as well? I, I didn't notice. I, I don't think the videos have to be square because that's uh, Star Wars. They they showed a they video clip. I thought of that. Good, 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 good. Because that has been a pain in my butt for so long. Um, you don't like your video square? Well, the, no, I don't mind my video square, <laughs> but I've had to edit a different version of my video for square, and move the graphics around and do everything else. And uh, now that takes one less thing. I can take the same file and put it here, here, here. So just for 
kind of just the stuff I'm doing. That's that, that's what it, it helps me. It takes a step out, right? I, I feel bad for all those app people that made apps that all all it did was put black borders on the top and yeah. bottom or the sides to make your rectangle square. Is that how they're doing that? I thought maybe they're they're doing that physically or not physically, but they were doing like they were making again a, a template or something in Final Cut or whatever they're doing. Because uh, Yajankov, his his videos have popped up like that before, where they'd have the black bars above and below. So yeah, I think I think it's there. Were, there's some apps and plugins, and I've seen it, especially even for photos, where you can just run your run your video or your photo through it, and it just puts the bars. You tell it depending on which format you recorded in, is it up and down or mm-hmm. whatever? Um, but it'll just run it through that, so you don't have to mess with what you were talking about of um, messing with graphics and moving stuff around and then things of that nature. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so, all right, uh, real quick here. Hey, you know, we're, we're not just podcasts around here. Uh, Sorgatron media services is a little bit extra that we're doing here. Um, so, you know, I just kind of want to let people know, especially in this field, because, uh, there's definitely some techie people out there. Uh, but, uh, we're not just doing podcasts. We're doing video production and editing. We do a lot of sports, uh, events, promotional stuff. We like editing drone footage and we love all you guys that are coming to us lately with drone footage to edit. Please. We'll make it look even more awesome. Having a lot of fun with that. Um, social media, podcast development, education. We're working on all kinds of stuff. A little bit of website development. Yeah, we can figure that out too. Um, we're having a lot of fun. On, but recently, you know, we do a lot of work with uh, Seclair at Seclair.com, doing a lot of social media web work with them over the past several years. Been developing that for a long, long time. And uh, actually doing a small podcasting setup for them, a rather inexpensive kind of thing for them and helping them figure that out along the way. Fishingwithoutbait.com is a new one that we've started uh, for a client. And we got so much more in the works, talking with a lot of people, making a lot of cool stuff. If you guys need a hand, uh, getting some video, getting some audio together, figuring out your social media, wherever the case may be, uh, check out SorgatronMedia.com. Uh, contact us, and uh, we'll see if we can give you a hand there. So, all right, let's uh, enough of the business. Let's get into the games. Uh, have you guys looked at YouTube Gaming this week? No, You're, you guys aren't aren't big gamers here, are, are you? Uh, I was on vacation. You were on vacation. You're on the beach. There yes. was no YouTube gaming on the beach. No, no, no. <laughs> so I don't know if we talked about it on here. Uh, Chill. I think you looked at this. You looked at the uh, the YouTube kids that came out a bit ago. I looked right? at the kids. Yeah. Okay, and you remember that was more or less like a glorified filter and front end, right? Filter front end and some cure. It seemed like a little bit of curation, but yeah. Right, right, and 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 really, that seems to be what what uh, YouTube gaming is as well. It's nice; the interface is nice and a little different, um, but uh, it really you can still pull up Awesome Cast in there. You know, you can still do a search, find Awesome Cast. What's really nice is um, so our, our buddy Riz, he does Riz plays games on there. You can look it up, uh, and he does. He's been doing this for a little bit, and. I don't think he really needed to do anything to adapt for this. I don't know how discoverable he is, but he's already tagged most of his games appropriately, it looks like. And um, when you go in there, like, his videos are there, and they have a little tag in the corner for, like, WW2K15 or or whatever else he's playing. It was a Beholder or Witcher or something like that. Um, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's a really nice interface. And I think the biggest killer app for this is it's YouTube on the back end. Um, 
for me, if I was looking and getting into Let's Plays, which I, I would love to, I'm just trying to figure out where that would fit in my schedule. Um, playing video games as it is is a little bit of a, a chore for me right now. Uh, but, uh, you know, this is, I think this is really decent competition for them. Now, it doesn't work right away. Uh, one thing he said is, uh, Riz has told me is, is uh, PlayStation 4 that directly posts right now and streams to uh, Twitch and YouTube does not work with this new system. So there's a little bit of hurdle there. Things are going to have to get updated um, on the consoles as we go, of course. But in the meantime, you can still upload things, and it's still like you have the community. It's easy to go here, and you have a nice starting point for gaming, it seems. Um, so if you're into Let's Plays or you're making other game-related content, like we're seeing some music videos and stuff around video games, so it's not just like the streaming games or anything like that. It is also trailers. It is also other things. But, of course, the big user thing is probably going to be those Let's Plays. Um, it also puts up front. So we've been using YouTube's live streaming here for a while. We used it in several different ways for PodCamp Pittsburgh, for instance. And... Uh, it really puts it up front. Right on the top right is a, a go live button, and it drops you into the new live beta that they're doing, which is a new kind of front end to jump right into the live stuff, it seems, um, which we haven't jumped into too much. We're still kind of using the old way here uh, because, well, it works, and it doesn't have a big beta tag next to it. We do this weekly. Um, so it's interesting that they're, they're kind of pushing that out a bit more. Um, I don't know, Chilla. What do you think about uh, about this kind of uh, shift here? Should we see more kind of breakdowns like this? I, I think it's an interesting way to try to almost create the, the TV channel um, concept, and it's an easy way. If I said, "Hey, if you go here, it's kind of like watching a YouTube TV channel all about games," or "This is the kids' channel," or "This is the sports channel." I think it's helping convey that message versus, okay, I go to YouTube and I want to look at games, so I'm going to search for games. And then underneath that, I may I may drill down and search for, for retro games or whatever. Um, same with kids-type content. I think it helps get people that may not, that, that don't want to go to YouTube and have to search everything out. It gives them that comfortable experience by just being able to go to a specific genre but then to your point if you want to search for some if it if something hits you and, and oh i want to look at this you can still you can still break out and search for that so right. i can definitely see this catch catch on and i think it helps youtube broaden its reach katie what do you think i'm picturing uh, a netflix look to youtube Okay. Like in the future, as far as um, interfaces go, because I think that would be an easy way, especially if they were going to break it down in these categories and then go suggestions from there. Because it's it's when you first log into YouTube, or, you know, you get into a YouTube page, there's a lot to look at. Mm-hmm. And um, but if they kind of got it down to, oh, this is just specific things. Look at this. It's very much it's much more streamlined and not so crazy and, and not related, because sometimes you'll get things and it's like, whoa, that's not even anywhere near what I was looking at. Thank you, though. Right. I like the channel idea and the, uh... and even this is this is really nice because it it does like you can pick your games that you want to follow mm-hmm. too. And I'm trying. To, I understand Riz plays games is is uh, live right now, so let's see if we can pull up a live stream as we're going here. <laughs> so, um, and he's using what's he using to do that? Is he still using the Elgato? 
I think he just Game got stream? one, and he's actually uh, he is live right now. He's playing a little bit of Splatoon uh, as we go here. So mm-hmm. hello, Riz. Uh, again, some of your channel here. Again, Riz, Riz plays games. If you want to check him out, um, so so this is on the Wii. So they don't have uh, uh, native stuff, and he was just I don't know if it was the Elgato or what it was. Uh, he was. He was sharing with me a couple of days ago, so I'm not sure if I can pull up that link. Uh, but it looks good. I mean, it looks it looks pretty clean. Of course, we're kind of having it on older computers, so I don't know if we're getting a full frame rate here. And that's the other thing. Over the last several months, they've also released a 60 frames per second version of streaming, so it can match up with a lot of these games in the higher frame rates as well. And you're not going to lose something for that. I'm not sure if Twitch supports that. If somebody in the chat room can can kind of back that up, if they're, they're aware of that. Or Riz, if you're out there listening. But apparently he is because he yelled live streaming right now a little bit ago. So there's that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like it. it it's a, like I said, it's a nice interface. I think it's going to be competitive. I think because it does have YouTube behind it. I like the streaming tools. It feels like Twitch is... And again, they have Amazon behind them, but they don't have... One, you have to pay if you want to keep the videos around to a certain extent or, or past so many days or something like that. I love the kind of permastore feature that you do have with YouTube. Now, you do have the problems if you want to make money at this thing. Obviously, he's playing a Nintendo game. Nintendo has have a, had a problem lately with uh, he's going to get tagged for that. He's not going to be able to monetize that. But then again, he has seven subscribers. He's not really in a position to monetize things. He's doing things just to do it, have fun, experiment with it at this point, right? So as, as a parent, I find this interesting, too, because I can quickly go out here. And if I don't have time to completely run through a game that Christopher may be interested in, mm-hmm. I can see a lar- quickly browse through a large portion of the game and kind of look at it from a from a parental rating standpoint and say, do I want my kid playing this game? That's interesting, because I mean, what, what did you get before as a parent, as an uneducated video game <laughs> You got a rating that meant really a nothing. rating yes. and box art, right? And mm-hmm. I mean, I, I and I remember back in the day, my mother not allowing me to get the Tiger Electronics. That would, would, would you know one of these? Here, here's the term. Yet she got let me have the Terminator one, okay? But she wouldn't <laughs> let me have the Double Dragon yeah. edition of the Tiger Electronics LCD game because she heard a story about uh, some kids getting a fight at school because they played the game. Man, then I got Mortal Kombat too. <laughs> and it was just out the window. Um, but that was, that was, you know, the issue back in the day. Oh, there's two guys fighting. It's called Double Dragon. What's that about? You know? Or I don't even, what was the other thing at the time that there were? I, I guess Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter. Uh, by the time Street Fighter came out, I was pretty much on my own for, uh, I was pretty much on my own for getting games. So there was something. There was some other fight. I remember there. Dungeons and Dragons being a big issue when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, little did she know when I went to the bowling league every week, I was playing bad dudes and I was stabbing <laughs> ninjas with a knife. So <laughs> whoa, oof, whoa, oh boy. Um, but I, I didn't even think about that. But again, I guess I guess would most parents? I guess we're at the point where most parents are are, are used to this stuff. Parents our age know what a YouTube is. Know that this thing is happening out here. I was like, oh, what is what is Grand Theft Auto? That sounds is that safe? And they can go watch a little bit of video and be like, oh no, uh, you know, <laughs> what is, oh no. Uh, but again, again, the biggest issue is, are they even paying attention to that as parents? So um, broadly, but I don't know. I, yeah, I never thought of that before, Chilla. Um, but go check that out. If you guys have a uh, YouTube gaming channel, let me know. I want to see what you guys are doing over there. So. Uh, Facebook M. 
Chilla, have you looked into this? You think this is going to make it? You think it's going to make it? Yes. Yes, Facebook M is for making it. So (laughs) we have our Google Nows. We have our Siri. We have our Cortanas. We have our uh, Alexa Echo whatevers. And and, and I can wake half of them up here if I say the wrong thing right in front of me uh, at this point. Uh, But this is that. This is that that ask a question to Facebook and they're trying to connect the dot. Not only is the computer going to decipher what you're saying at a certain point, when you ask Siri something and it doesn't know how to handle that on the server, or it's not something a server, a computer can handle. It will know to pass that off to a person that they've hired these experts, these concierge, I think they were calling them experts that will like, so I guess a dinner reservation would be a sample of this, right? And somebody will actually pick up a phone and make their dinner reservation physically and do that. And it's just part of the service, I guess. So, I don't know. Chilla, do you, you, that, that sounds like your position. Is, is this really going to float at this point? Well, and, and I guess, yeah. So, so I think there's something that the existing, the existing AIs have, and that's they're baked into the OS, and they can be brought up on voice command or within a hold of the home button touch. Mm-hmm. And so, am I going to ignore those and and launch Facebook's app to speak to M versus launching Google's app or Microsoft's app? to speak to their respective AIs, there's going to really have to be something that, that gets me. I'm not in personally, I, I am in messenger often, but I'm not in there often enough to make that my go-to source for that kind of AI. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Are you guys always in messenger messenger? Not entirely. Not really to, get, or is there something that, or do you feel that they're giving you something that it's going to really become sticky for you? I've, I've had enough trouble remembering Google Now was a thing on my iPhone. So, right. and I really like Google Now and what it does. And it does remind me, I, I mean, it's down to there, it reminds me, hey, there's some traffic on your way home. You know, and that's that's about or hey, uh, you should leave in 10 minutes if you want to get to that appointment, which is never right because I still have to go park downtown. You know, um, or or whatever else is the case, or maybe I took the train that day. Um, so, I don't know. Yeah, it has to be really compelling. And right now, it's just uh, they're just doing it in San Francisco for the moment. Makes sense. They got to start small. Um, I think it's only going to work in certain cities for a long time, if it even gets up to, you know, broadly doing anything. I think I, I think you're going to see these other vendors come up with other ways for the for the AIs to speak to them where yeah. they, there's zero human interaction and you don't need a lot of those pieces and then it's going to be just what ai are you using isn't it and i, and I think it was on the, the thing i was interested that that really caught my ear i guess you could say because it was on a podcast um and i think it was on was mac break weekly last week where they were talking about and we're, we're just going to use the first letter of each ai's name so we don't just start someone's house having a meltdown but they were like your well, house how about if i said hey a and this is amazon's ai and, and they asked it a question and she came back and said i can't do that 
but let me talk to S. So, so Alexa actually says, Hey S, can you do this? And like, wouldn't it be interesting if all the AIs could actually work together? Right. And, and that's where I could see kind of bridging the gap between things versus trying to get me into a single AI. I mean, I don't know. You, you have a number of AIs just sitting in front of you. How often do you use it? Is it, are, are you sticky towards one or another? Mm-hmm. I, well, I, I'm with um, Siri's the one that's with me all the time, basically. And she's with you because she's just on your phone. Oh, what's that? She's with you because she's on your phone, right? Yeah, she's on my phone. She's she's always with me. You're always <laughs> with me, baby. Uh, but no, seriously, it's 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 this is always at my side. This is in my pocket. This is on my wrist, and I know I know there's a pebble, so it doesn't have to do with anything. But and that's where and 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 Katie, I know you you had the question about Android Wear here, and that's my big hangout. There is is it's not Siri, you know, and I don't know how much, I don't think it's going to support all the bigger stuff with voice uh, on it anyways. So I need that consistency, you know, um, having those options, those options of like now Cortana's on Android and now, now this is going to be on iPhone and, and you do have other things for the job. I think you're just gonna, not going to think about it, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think, Katie? I think, well, first with Facebook M, I think we are not their target audience. Their target audience no, is no. somebody who does not need something specifically within their device. There's somebody who's, for example, a business person who's like, okay, I need to make sure I send this arrangement to this person, have dinner ready at this place. And, and like, I'm thinking like New York City, Los Angeles, oh, like of course. big of course. time. And, and it's it's not going to be something that, you know, you know, I should try to use this for this because I just, I just don't ever see it. I mean, we, maybe at one point we'll be be able to figure out our lives or be that crazy busy that we'll have to use that kind of stuff. But I, I think if I have better luck with, okay, Google and what they come up with search wise versus Siri. That's the thing. I would never ask Siri to answer a question. I would mm-hmm. go to Google. So again, it's a task based thing, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, a Siri turns on my alarm, calls slice on Broadway for my pizza, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, uh, dictates text messages to everybody in the car. I think you got one of those weird ones the other day, Katie, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, you know, the, it, it's task based. Mm-hmm. Uh, Siri's very good with weights and measures. Yeah. <laughs> how many, how many, like how many cups are in whatever? Or, right. Right. Or, that that kind of thing, I I actually use that quite often. Yeah, or or hey hey, uh, so 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 uh, the announcement's coming up on September 9th. Uh, hey Siri, give me a hint. I'm sorry out there. You'll have to wait until September 9th. I bet you're one of those kids who snuck downstairs to open presents early, weren't you? Yes, and she's also very good at being sassy. Yes. So mm-hmm. and that's the other thing with Siri. The other thing they're really good about is making me feel uncomfortable when my mother is using the guy Siri, and I always think I need to ask the guy Siri if 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 he's my new daddy. Um, so there's that. He's very like like I'm sorry, like Siri doesn't seem sexy to me, but the guy Siri seems like oh hello, you oh, know he's a, he's a Mr. Sassy Pants too. Is don't, he? Don't let him don't let him trick you because I have the guy Siri, and he's a Mr. Sassy Pants with me a lot. It seems it seems like. I don't know. Like I always feel that the guy Siri has ulterior motives. I would love. I would. I would love if I had free time to see how people respond to directions from guy Siri versus girl Siri. 
And because I, I, I seem to be ang- I get angrier quicker at guy Siri than I do girl Siri, <laughs> if that makes any sense. And I don't know why. I don't know what's, what it is or what's, you know, maybe. That's like psychological. It. Yeah. That's it's, absolutely. But it's, it's, it's funny because it's like things that, and different voices for things drive me nuts and different voices for me. I'm like, now, oh, I guess I can now what that. Now, what does that say about your relationship at home? How yeah. are things at home? Oh, ask know? the darn cat. <laughs> But anyways, um, <laughs> but no, I think you're right. I think it's all task based and what yeah, you need it yeah. to do. And uh, the, my problem with Siri is whenever I ask it questions, it's quick to send me to a website. And mm-hmm. if I'm not using, if I'm using it hands free, I don't want right. to go, Oh, hold on. Let me click on this link. And, and you need to know, do. you need to know what their, your barriers are for what you can ask it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, the thing with Google class, you know, you know, Chilla, like you start asking that question, then you start asking that follow up questions. It's really good at responding mm-hmm. to that. And yes. it's got, it's Google powered and that makes it, but also it was on my face all the time. So that also made it really powerful. And since I'm not in that all the time, maybe if I had an Android device and with, with Google, like, like you, you know, you, you've been talking about Katie, mm-hmm. you know, then it would be more significant in my life. Now, Facebook's kind of everywhere for people. If you live in the, this is for the people that live in the Facebook ecosystem. Don't know there's a Siri. Don't know there's a Google. Don't know, yeah. Don't know there's a Google. Like 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 some of them, I think, don't know there's a Google, mm-hmm. or they use Google have, to get to Facebook.com. There's, there's, you have to always be in Messenger, right? And that's where I'm not. I'm I not putting two and two together to I get. I don't think. To that I point. think there's some people that do live in that. That's who this is for, mm-hmm. and also. That's there's also think about that developing country thing where Facebook is the internet even more so because they're giving it for free on some of these phones. So very interesting to look at. I mentioned it in passing, so uh, I want. Well, Chilla, Chilla's got a thing going on, so we'll skip the thing where I wanted to ask him a question. Katie, you have something over here. <laughs> I have things and stuff. But... Uh, uh, which one do you want to bring up here? Oh, the disappointment in the hoverboard. Oh no. <laughs> Not the hoverboard. I know. Again. You promised us hoverboard. 2015 us... is not real. I know. They keep saying, we have a hoverboard. No, we really don't. There's not a hoverboard. You're not actually hovering. You're just on one wheel. It's kind of like a gyro- gyroscope. Correct? No. Uh, oh, well, this kind of thing. It's kind of yeah, like a woo! surfboard thing. Okay. Get I've seen balance. this before. Yeah, don't call it a hoverboard, but it's still kind of cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's cool, but don't call it a hoverboard. I, I, side note from but that. The, wait, is this what? I think this was what Wiz, Wiz Khalifa was on at the airport. When the police tackled him and arrested him <laughs> because he wouldn't get off his hoverboard. Oh, no. But it's a cool idea. Point yeah. of balance. They're going to go into the physics on this video here. Mm-hmm. I kind of want one. Now, wait a minute. Yeah. So are these probably available right now? Probably not to us. Well, well there, there's a guy in, up here by the coffee shop. And then, like when I'm up there, he's, he's riding up the street on one wheel. It looks bigger than this, though. But it's like a big, fat wheel. And that's it. And I've been trying to figure sure it out. Pogo ball. <laughs> pogo ball like from the 80s is that what you're yes you're evoking the pogo ball man that was is that what it was called I, i'm gonna yeah that's yeah, a pogo ball the, the pogo ball yeah i was pogo bummed ball. i didn't have one could you imagine just pogo balling up the hill getting some coffee mm-hmm. i would well you'd be so blown up by the time you get there pogo balling what? oh what? jump See, pogo and i'm balling. figuring they'll, they'll make one that that auto that auto levels based on the is it sphero project which they're using for the the um the new droid in star wars oh yeah so i think that's where it'll <laughs> where it'll kind of end up go pogo pogo <laughs> look at her go look at her go oh uh, i remember pogo ball we had one of those but they're always like the really cheap ones sometimes they had spider-man on them or something yeah they, they still have these like they still sell something like this 
Probably not. That's probably dangerous. Probably not. Yeah. It's like yeah. lawn darts. They don't yeah. <laughs> lawn darts. <laughs> Anyways, enough of that. Uh, so, no, I wanted to ask you, Chili, because apparently, as, as Katie put here in the notes, uh, Android Wear is going to support. No, that's the wrong TechCrunch article. There's too many of them. No, and Gadget. I'm sorry. Uh, Android Wear now works with iPhones. Kind of. And I know, kind of, I know yeah. there's a stipulation on this I'm, you're probably not happy with. Well, so, and I've read a couple different things, and I haven't actually tried this yet. So the first article I read that it only worked with an LG Urbane. Mm-hmm. And then I quickly read somewhere else Which, that someone else with the Moto 360 had it working. Oh, okay. Because cause I heard um, it's mostly newer, forthcoming Android Wear devices it was going to work with. It's not back to And that's where I think the trick is, is I think, to your point, is it's going to be a lot of the newer ones or you'll get limited capabilities with a firmware update. And if you really want to go to the nth degree, um, you'll kind of have to go to a new watch. Mm-hmm. The one thing I want to see, and I haven't actually played around with it yet is they were talking about all the devices that were getting their Wi-Fi turned on. So the Moto 360 recently in the last couple months had its Wi-Fi turned on, which means that it doesn't require the connection back to the phone to get some of its data. And the interesting bit and piece of that is that you could actually technically leave your phone or device at home connected to the internet and your watch could make calls all the way back to home as long as it had a Wi-Fi connection. So that's where I'm wondering if they're really going with this theory is that if your iPhone can be a Wi-Fi spot and it can get back to Google, can can it take kind of over from there? Almost how Google Glass did. Um, there was the Glass app that you could run or you could kind of run Glass on its own. Um, so I'm interested to see where they go. I, I, I don't know if – I'm still not into Android Wear. I, I still don't think they have all of the tie-ins and p- bits and pieces that the Apple Watch does. Mm-hmm. Um, Hopefully, it'll come over time through partnerships. I think the people that jump on the, the watch apps first are still going to Apple first, even though it was out long after Wear launched. I still I still don't see some of the Twitter and, and other integration that I get out of the Apple Watch. It's got more buzz, and I think that's what's making a lot of noise. You get a news article when you're like, hey, it's on the Apple Watch, versus... Hey, it's on Android Wear. You know, I mean, I think there's a big flood more because it's probably easier to get something on an Android Wear for one thing. And uh, I don't, I don't know. It's also what's the footprint? Do we have? We don't know how many Apple Watches are out there yet, right? No, and you probably you probably won't know for some time. No, uh, you won't know until they're completely obliterating everybody else and they want to show it off. And, and they're, they're, but and I'm interested. To, I, I don't think Apple's going to upplay those numbers. But I've heard, I've seen reports that on launch day, they shipped and sold more Apple Watches than Android Wear did in the entire year across all manufacturers. Crazy, absolutely. So, crazy. I, I, I I don't want to get into the, the the question of who sold more devices. I want to say what device is better. Right, um, right, but you no, know, it's but still, that's that's a factor when you're talking about like what's coming to which device because they want to support that broad bit. Yeah. So and the developers are going to go where the people are, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like right now that seems to be on the Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. What what surprises me is with the openness of the Android ecosystem, 
I'm surprised we don't see more over there. The the one thing that I think that that is kind of a stumbling block is like Samsung announced their next gear device, the Gear S2, which is a really nice looking device. Mm-hmm. Um, but guess guess what? It doesn't run. We had a comment from Twitter. Thank you, Missy, for putting this in the in the docs here. Um, from the Vaped Crusader. Thank you. Uh, he was he was saying uh, too bad that the notification interactions are pretty much non-existent though for ios um and that's the thing you're not going to get a lot of things is the voice okay so that's where so that's where i disagree though because and that's where i disagree with android wear so if you mention me in a tweet Mm -hmm. the apple watch gives me options i can reply to it with my voice and it'll do text to to speech or i can favorite it and does that happen on that happen on ios yeah that happens on the watch so i get a pull down menu when you tweet, when I'm mentioned in a tweet, and I can I can act on it. I wish they would have a retweet button uh-huh. um, in addition to the favorite button. Twitter, if you're out there listening, mm-hmm. um, I think that would be huge. But so so that's where I, that's where on the Android Wear device, when I get the notification, I get dismiss and open on watch or open on Android device, and that's where I really feel like where doesn't give i, I want to be able to do more with the watch and that's what we when we were talking to the guys from um what's the does the does this hold up yeah when we were talking to them that was my point around where was yeah it does really great at notifications but the only thing it lets me do is hit a button that launches the app that sent the notification on the device so by the time i get it out of my pocket it's there on the big screen but whereas the apple watch lets me actually do something with the notification. Right. Like I can't, like if I get it, if, if you get a text message on the Apple watch, you can actually scroll up and you can hit reply and you can, with a, with a text message, you can say like, it, it tries to figure out like a bunch of default responses, like, okay, talk to you later. I'm on my way. See you in five, call you in five. And then there's obviously respond with voice and the voice Siri types it all out, which for some weird reason on the watch, Siri actually understands me a lot better. But then when it types it out, it actually comes up on the watch and says, do you want to, is this correct or send as an audio message? So then I can send it as if if I, if it completely botched what I was saying, I can just hit send and it'll, it'll send it as an MPEG audio file attached to the, to the, um, SMS message. Right. So, so that's where I, I see. I disagree with whomever that was talking. I feel like there's a lot more response options on Apple watch, right. but Android Wear has the capability if people would write for it. And then what, what makes me wonder too, is like I was saying, Samsung announced their next watch and it's not running gear right. or I'm sorry. It's not running wire. It's running their own homegrown Tizen OS, which makes me skeptical on the whole market. We'll see. I, I, and I think it'll come. You know, I mean, we, you, know, you said you mentioned Google Glass. We saw that, the, you know, that kind of grow into it. And uh, we'll see. Maybe maybe iOS 9 lets them do a little bit more. 
So maybe we'll get on a, on a new version of that. So, all right, we got to get out of here so we can talk video games. I think uh, Riz has wrapped up his live streaming, which means he's ready for a boss battle with insertcointobegin.com if you're joining us here on the live stream. You can do that too, live.awesomecast.net, starting about 6.30 p.m. every Tuesday. The video games start at 8 or so, apparently, tonight. Um, go check out everybody. Uh, Chilla, he's at Chilla on the Twitters. John Chill on the Facebooks. That's right. And Katie, she is at K Dutters. Yes, I'm K Dutters pretty much everywhere except for uh, Instagram, Kate Marie PGH, and I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I feel like I have so much to say, and I really don't have any. Zombies to come, wrestling yes. fun. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yes, it's... animated gifts. Oh, my gosh. So... I, I need another, I need a third something. I really got, I have wrestlers and zombies and something else. So when you're doing animated GIFs, how are you storing them in your photo library so you can easily find them to get back to later? Or are you just kind um, of well, I creating use, them? And- well, the ones, the ones I just downloaded are from Giphy. And, uh, well, Giphy has both of my apps, technically. Uh, Giphy, you can download them, um, especially uh, that you can download them into your photos for later. And then Giphy Cam is where you create them. And then you still can download them and save in your photos. But do, they, do they save in an album or do they just save in your stream? They just save in your stream. See, that's the problem I'm finding then. How do you figure out which one's which later on? Uh, I just have to <laughs> I have, have to make to a conscious effort to keep things in folders, which I don't do at all. I have a big giant mess on my phone if you ever look. Yeah. You'd hate it. I don't like the keep, same problem I'm running into. I only keep one GIF on my phone, and that's the <laughs> Ken Rice one I made last week for Ooh, somebody. Ken Rice. Yes, yeah, from their CBS NFL promo. Uh, so there you go. Anyways, uh, but no, check out everything else. Awesomecast.net interviews, so much more. SocatronMedia.com for all the rest of the shows going on. And uh, and follow us on the social medias. Follow us on Patreon, please. Uh, if you're digging the show, if you want to help us get to the next level of awesomeness with the Awesomecast, uh, you can kick a buck over there if you'd like to. And uh, that, that helps out the show. That helps out uh, cover the costs and, uh, and and hopefully help us grow here in the coming weeks. And, uh, and and thank you. Thank you so much for an awesome chat room. Thank you, Missy Propon, with the show notes and the tweets all night long and bringing us tweets that we wouldn't have seen of people responding to us. That's awesome that we were able to bring that in. Um, and uh, everybody in the chat room. So uh, thank you to our awesome chat room. You've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.